Hey everyone, Mike here with the Hillco Homes Podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is our 80th episode. Can you believe that? We are almost to episode 100. And I have a fantastic uh, lineup of guests today. Uh, so stay tuned. guys. So like I said, um, great guest here. Um, and uh, to give you some context, we actually just finished having a uh, training session, kind of like a seminar classroom type uh, environment here at the Hillco Homes office. We invited a bunch of local wholesalers and investors to come uh, learn about specific topics. And in this case, we were going over a script, a super powerful, very effective script. So if you guys want to get that value and learn about that, definitely go onto the Deep Dive Hillco Homes group on Facebook and go through the videos and find that Facebook Live because the whole thing was broadcast live. So if you aren't part of the group, you're definitely missing out. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. I want my guests to introduce themselves. Um, so who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. Okay. So my name is Rose Olmos, um, and actually my maiden name is Rosa Elena. I come from Mexico City. I came here uh, 10 years ago with mm -hmm. my whole family. Uh, we bought a business, and five years ago we sold it for a good profit, a huge profit, I might say. Um, and then uh, I started being interested in real estate, and we went to a mentor program where Jim, uh, my business partner, and I met, and we've been doing real estate for three years or four years now. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So the the business that you bought, it was uh, your parents, or it was like a family thing. Or how, how did that work? Uh, no, actually, uh, we looked for uh, we looked for business so that we we could come to the U.S. and we bought a business that was a shipping business, shipping business. Okay. Uh, FedEx, uh, UPS, uh, USPS, mail, mm -hmm. and we uh, we kept the business for five years, okay. and then we sold it. Nice, mm -hmm. nice, for a good profit. Mm -hmm. Nice. That, that's always fun because, um, like, my my main thing is in consulting. I uh -huh. do systems consulting. That's uh -huh. how I got connected with Marco and doing all the CRM stuff. Uh -huh. And um, uh, one of the one of the earlier, I guess, ventures or projects that I had was uh, helping a, a, a startup. Mm -hmm. It was actually in my hometown in Uvalde. It was a, a truck washing business. Mm -hmm. Never done anything in truck washing. Mm -hmm. Didn't know anything about 18 wheelers mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. Um, but I, I did my research. Um, I was a partner, one of three that started that business. Uh, and then we ended up selling it um, a year and a half later and uh, for, for a decent profit. I mean, considering uh, I only put in 150 bucks to start, you know, oh, and, and walking nice. away with, I don't know, like five grand almost mm -hmm. um, after a year, like that, that's okay, you know, mm -hmm. it, but it, uh, it was fun. It was a proof of concept of, uh, you know, the, the principle of flipping, you know, mm -hmm. it's like you, you come to something and you, what do you do to give it value? Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest attractors of real estate because the value is tangible. Mm -hmm. like, it, it, like intuitively people make sense mm -hmm. of it, right? It's like, oh, you get granite countertops. Obviously that's gonna be worth more, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, but no, I, I think that's, that's super awesome, uh, very fun. And, and, and you, sir? Yeah, yes, my name is Jim Schupenhauer. 
and I've been a resident of San Antonio for about 18 years. I've been in the health and life insurance business most of my working career. Okay, interesting. And uh, was quite successful as a uh, qualifying member of the Million Dollar Roundtable for over 20 years mm-hmm. and uh, did a great job. However, insurance does not have tax advantages like real estate does. Right. It's all straight income, commission income, it's all directly taxable as earned right. income. Right. So I worked on uh, rental houses. My wife at the time was a realtor mm-hmm. and at that time you could take over VA loans with no approval. And so we loaded up on a lot of houses with uh, no money down and in the Houston area in the 80s we had the oil mm. bust and I lost all the houses. Wow. And it was so bad that we just took the keys. People were just taking the keys and sending them back to the mortgage company saying, here you go. Wow, that's incredible. So I didn't... Uh, so pay- were, you, were you assuming loans or doing mm-hmm. these as subject to? No, assuming loans, assuming no loans. qualification okay. required. Wow. So that's crazy. It's too easy. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably why there is, a, you know, the issues. I mean, especially like most recently with the, the 2008, 2009 yeah. uh, recession. I mean, that was more of the, the, the mortgage side of things in the industry leading to that, that recession. But um, I, I know that time period was a little different because, like you said, there was the oil bust, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but being Houston, yeah, it's, really it's a huge part of the yeah. economy there. Uh, same thing throughout all of Texas. That's a huge, huge, uh, you know, multi-million, billion-dollar industry, uh, and it's crazy. That's not. It. I think uh, the last time I checked, the oil business or energy, quote unquote, energy, uh, took up about twelve percent of the entire Texas economy. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's massive. Um, but yeah, so you, uh, your wife was a realtor. Prior to you know her getting into real estate, had you ever learned anything about real estate and know anything about real didn't estate? Didn't know anything then. Didn't learn anything then, and <laughs> bought rentals, bought rentals, and still didn't know anything. So, <laughs> so, so that's that's very fascinating. So, like, what uh, what was that mechanism that got you into thinking, hey, you know what, I'm just going to take over this loan? Like, did did anybody influence that idea? Did you read it somewhere or see it on TV? Like, what? How, how did you come to that conclusion to make that decision? Well, it's too easy. <laughs> I mean, why? I I can buy this house, take over the loan. I don't need to qualify, and just put a renter in. Yeah. And that worked great until the oil bust happened and everybody started leaving Texas, and I had no more renters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, since then. Um, I guess uh, before we go into that, what was the big learning lesson? Like, um, how would you prevent another situation like that? Or have some skin in the game. Uh, learn about the rental business before you do it. Mm. And uh, I just did a learn as you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and how long ago was it that you got into that? You would I guess consider yourself a real estate investor. Well, that at that time was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And then I did nothing until about four or five years ago. Okay. And uh, I'm the type of person that spent thousands and thousands of dollars on people out of state. Yeah. Coming into my local community, teach, teaching a course, and not knowing anything about the San Antonio real estate market. Right, right. The the 
magic traveling guru, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, so now both of you are here. You're both your business partners. Um, and uh, obviously you're interested in wholesaling. Like what, what was that mindset or that shift that got you and interested in the first place into the wholesaling arena and the investor side? Like how, how do those things come together for you? Well, we actually started the business and we're still, we are, we are consider ourselves flippers, uh, okay. but the, the market has shipped and flipping it. I mean, you don't, you have a budget, but it, it, it doesn't always come to that budget. It's, it's always more. Right, right. And now... I mean, we, we flipped the house, we put it in, in the market, and the next day that the house was selling. But that's not happening right now. So sometimes it takes six months, seven months, to from the beginning of the project to the end of the project. Right. And then you have to pay commissions to the brokers. And, mm -hmm. and at, the end of, at the end of the project, you see that your profit is not that big. Right. While uh, wholesaling, you can, you know, you can see a house, put it under contract, and then sell it to another investor that want to flip that house. Right. And you might not do $25,000, but you can make $10,000 in just, you know, just like that. Really yeah, easy. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's, it's so, the flip without the flip. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, without that timing, without that time yeah, frame. Yeah. It's well, it, it could be. It could be. It because, could be. Um, uh, and something that we've seen a lot uh, over the last year is, you know, properties with dirty title. You know, there's mm -hmm. um, airships that are, are in question. Um, there's maybe a break in, in title along somewhere along its history. And you got to go and uh, sometimes hire a PI to go figure things out. Uh, you got to you have attorneys that you know, need documents signed. And mm -hmm. of course, title company isn't always the best at communication. So mm -hmm. things get delayed and um, I know uh, recently uh, we had one of our uh, acquisition partners, Adriel, um, had a contract that didn't close for about eight months. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, obviously, if you're if if you're living on commissions only and your pipeline isn't very big, that's you know that's pretty similar to having holding costs until you flip a house. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that that's that that could hurt you um but uh, i'm really glad you brought up the your the what you're seeing in the market because this is something i talk about a lot um is that it, for for investors who are strictly in real estate that they don't invest in anything outside of it that real estate is their only asset class um that i i strongly encourage people to wholesale and flip if they're doing flips mm -hmm. and the reason for it is because wholesale is a cash strategy mm -hmm. um, and and it weathers the market it doesn't matter if the market is up or down um, typically in a down market you you do better as a wholesaler because uh, there's more inventory um, and the investors who know what they're doing are still buying um, but with flipping um, you're subject to the market. So right now we're in, we're pretty much at the peak of the market. We're we're seeing the signs, and we have been for a while. It's slightly artificially inflated, um, but uh, we're seeing the situation where people are getting picky about what they buy. 
and that's why houses are sitting on the market a lot longer because yes they can get the financing but so many people uh, who are investors are also getting the financing and they're doing these flips and because of that it's driven up inventory and now people have more to choose from so they're being picky were you going to say something? Yes. Um, something I want to say is that partnerships are, are so important. So mm. when you try to do this by yourself, it's it's very difficult. But when you partner with someone like Jim and I, like for example, Jim is really good, like really good finding people mm. and clearing title and uh, finding the heirs and getting them to sign. He's like perfect for that. Well, I, my strengths are different. I'm really good like as a, a, a finding contractors and um, flipping homes and um, getting all this idea of social media. So we, he has his strength and we get together and we team and that's how we make things happen. Right, mm -hmm. right. And I think that's important. I mean, uh, the last episode I did was with uh, Juan and Zagla. And they were talking about, you know, starting a partnership from scratch, you know, mm -hmm. like how to look for a partner, what things to consider and things like that. But um, since the experience level seems to be pretty significantly different between the two of you, how did you, uh, what was that conversation like going into business together? <laughs> we were... We were at a local training session for three days, mm -hmm. and you get to watch everybody in the group as they interact. Right. And I was thinking about I needed some help and a partner, and I asked myself, who's the sharpest person in this group? And it was Rose. <laughs> so after the meeting, <laughs> we contacted each other and talked about what we want to do and kind yeah. of had a good understanding of who we were and what we were wanting to do because of the three-day uh, seminar. And but that didn't happen after about six months or okay. a bit more than that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. And then the, for the first year after that, we did nothing. <laughs> so, but uh, then we got uh, going and followed the train that we've got and the mm -hmm. ways of finding finding properties and how to secure them and rehabbing and right, right. It, it gradually snowballed. Okay. Um, now, when you when you uh, what was your first deal together like? Um, like, do you do you remember that? Yeah, you, I do. This is too easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, said we're going to start making phone calls. Mm -hmm. So uh, I started making phone calls, and the first one I called, we 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 did a deal. <laughs> oh man, this is a great business! I can't wait to do the next one. Yeah. Well, then we went another hundred and got uh, all knows. But uh, yeah, so that's yeah. how we got started. It was a wholesale deal. Okay. And uh, we learned a lot doing that. Awesome. And since then, how many deals would you say that you, you've got under the belt? Mm, last year, we probably did uh, six or seven flips. Okay. Or se uh, seven or eight flips in 2019. Okay, cool, cool. So with the uh, the education thing that we just did uh, a little bit ago that you know we're coming out of, and for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you can hear the background conversation of people still, you know, socializing and mingling and stuff like that. But um, but for you you specifically, um, what was the big takeaway that you got from from our little event here? Uh, social media. <laughs> social media, yes. yeah, yes, the importance yeah, of social been, media. Yeah. We've been thinking, we've been actually thinking about that, and um, every January we come together and we see what else can we do, what else can we do to grow our business, and we've been talking about social media and how mm -hmm. 
uh, Marco and Hillary and you guys are you know, always in social media, always in Facebook, always in Instagram. And people know you. I mean, people know who you are. Uh, so that that's really something that we want to establish right now and to grow our business. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my takeaway was uh, I receive a lot of the feedback and phone calls or texts from people that we prospect to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned today how to better answer the question, make me an offer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'll be able to be more effective in that. And awesome. Awesome. So um, on, the, on the social media side of things, um, your gears are turning. What are your initial thoughts? Like, you're gonna go back and immediately start a Facebook group or a page, or like, uh, what What are your thoughts? Like, what do you think um, you would focus on? I think the most important thing that I got from Marco is his saying, "Always start, always document what you're doing," mm -hmm. because I was asking him, like, how do you get creative in posting all the time? You know, that's right. If you're not a creative person, like what do you do every day? So don't just document what you're doing, like doing right, right. live Facebook and um, or checking in a, 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 an event that you're going or you know that's that's what we are going. I'm gonna start doing like right away. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that that book that Hernando brought up at the very beginning, the Crushing It by mm -hmm. Gary V or Gary Vaynerchuk, he goes by Gary V. Um, uh, is a, a really inspiring book, but if you guys follow him on social media, he's always talking about um, you know different strategies on social media. And one of the things I think people often forget is that each platform works differently. There's a different audience. There's a different way to use it, mm -hmm. and each platform requires a different strategy. Like obviously Instagram even though it's owned by Facebook and you can post stuff on Instagram and it'll automatically post on Facebook, um, it, it, it works differently at a fundamental level. I mean, it, it's built around hashtags and the communities are the hashtags, whereas in Facebook, it's the groups and the pages. Um, although recently in the last year, Facebook has made that shift in their algorithm to favor groups over pages. So that's why we've started doing our Facebook lives on the deep dive group instead of the, the Hilco uh, page. Um, but uh, I mean, there's all types of, of things you can do uh, on social um, and there's different platforms. I know the biggest ones obviously are things like YouTube, um, you know, LinkedIn is another big one. Uh, TikTok is the, the one that's rising really fast right now. And uh, that's, that's really the next frontier for social media. Um, but even things like Pinterest, like I think wholesalers are, are hugely ignoring the, the, the potential that Pinterest has. Mm -hmm. You know, Craigslist, that, that's something I think has already been oversaturated. Um, but uh, the most important thing is doing something, taking mm -hmm. action, right? Um, but like a, one of the things that Gary Vaynerchuk says a lot as well is um, don't overthink it and document instead of create. However, if you are the creative and that's something that you're passionate about, do what you're passionate about. And if it's something that, you know, you feel like you're struggling with or 
that you just hate doing it or like it feels like a job, mm -hmm. then don't do it because at the end of the day, that's probably going to hurt your business than more than it will actually help it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for, I know there's some, there's plenty of, of super successful investors that are, have no footprint on social media and they just do their thing and, yeah. and nobody knows what they're up to. And that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, I'm sure they're busy doing, doing their thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's on the social media side of things. But, uh, you also said that, um, you know, you, you, one of your big takeaways was, uh, responding to questions in, in terms of, uh, you know, ringless voicemail callbacks or, uh, text message callbacks, or even while you're on the phone. Um, what are some things that you feel that have been really big obstacles, uh, getting started in real estate as a wholesaler that, you know, maybe someone who's listening, um, might relate. It's being uh, persistent and consistent and not giving up. Mm. Yep. Yep. The key we, is we get a lot of negative feedback. You tend, tend to think, well, this isn't going to work or I'm not good enough or I don't know enough, mm. but, uh, just, uh, stick it out and just keep doing more of it. Yeah. Yeah. The magic is in the follow-up. Um, I know statistically speaking, uh, and, and you probably know this from the insurance days, um, you know, it's going to take an average between eight to 12 follow-ups before you even get that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yep, it's just a numbers game, you know, like the, the more, uh, quality leads that you have to contact or communicate, um, the, the higher your chances of getting that yes or getting that deal. And you just have to be consistent with the follow-up. Um, and I think one of the biggest challenges is kind of wrapping your head around the idea of knowing that you're not the only person talking to them. You know, like, like if you're going onto a website, like, I don't know, Propelio or something like that, and you're pulling a list of leads, there's hundreds of other wholesalers doing the exact same thing, sending mailers to the exact same addresses. Um, and, and you have to compete with those people, you know, uh, and, and ultimately at the end of the day, it comes down to who has the better quality follow-up mm -hmm. because if that person says no to every single one of those mailers, but you, you're the one that sticks it out past the 10th, 11th, 12th follow-up call, um, either one of two things is either going to happen. They're either going to tell you to, you know, put them on the do not call list, or they're going to cave and say, you know what, I'll, I'll consider this. And then at that point, you start having that productive conversation. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about next steps. Where do, you, where do you see yourselves going by the end of this year? What are your goals uh, individually or you know, as a partnership uh, in real estate? What do you want to accomplish this year? Well, our, our goals are always on a partnership. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that our next step will be creating a brand for our business. Okay. Creating our logo, our branding, um, spreading the word of what we do and getting people to know us. Mm -hmm. um, we would like to engage with a lot of investors that would like to start doing this and help them out like mm -hmm. you guys do. Uh, tell, I mean, there, there are a lot of um, mentor programs and they charge for that, but we want to help people and let them come to us. And if they have any questions, just you know, tell them what to do, where to start. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
basically. <laughs> I'd say that um, we're looking at uh, Marco and Hillary, and mm -hmm. they produce cash flow through wholesales, and they provide for the long term through the buy and hold. Right. We produce cash through flipping, and we want to do our long term through owner financing. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So Perfect. we move, move mm -hmm. to owner financing this year. We haven't done any yet, but we're working on it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and that's that's. Um, I'm kind of a combination between the two of you and Marco and Hillary, where um, I want to focus on the acquisitions for you know long-term cash flow, but doing either the subject to and renting or owner financing, and then also acquiring the buy and holds. Um, and and you know, again, coming from a background of investing, it's. For me, it's the perspective of having a balanced portfolio, right? You you want to have something that performs in a down market and have something that performs really well in an up market, and and have uh, you know secure exits on all of your deals. It's ultimately, that's what it comes down to. The the most sophisticated investors are successful because they have the most options, um, and the more options you have, the the better you will perform with your strategies, whatever they are, you know, uh, so. No, I, I applaud you guys. You know, you guys are doing, I think, great. Um, you know, coming to events like this, networking, finding other wholesalers, finding other investors. Um, if if anybody who's listening to our podcast wants to reach out and work with you, what would be the best way for them to contact you? They can call us on the phone or text us or email us. Okay, what's a good email? Good email. It's a long one. It's J A. Dot. My last name is Schupenhauer. Okay. It's S-C-H-U-P-P-E-N-H-A-U-E-R at Gmail. Okay. Awesome. And they can also text me at 210-404-5710. Okay. Perfect. And what I'll also go ahead and do is when we post this uh, and we share it on social media, I'll also put in the description um, your uh, your social media account so they can just click on you, follow you, send you a message on Facebook or Instagram, things like that. Um, uh, so you guys are both on Facebook, obviously, because that's how you found out about our, our event. But are you also on, on Instagram or LinkedIn or anything else? I'm on LinkedIn and been on it for quite a while. Okay. And... Uh, that's the only social media I'm on now. Okay, okay. I'm on, I'm on Instagram too. Okay, so. awesome. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll put those links in the description for uh, when we when we share the episode. But uh, yeah, I think we're we're pretty much uh, done with today's episode. So again, uh, all of you who are listening, thank you so much for continuing to tune into our podcast. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the support. Um, if you have any specific questions you want us to talk about as a topic, uh, let us know. Send me an email at mike m i k e at hillcohomes.com. Um, if you want to be a guest, let me know. If you have recommendations of who you would like to see on our show, let me know that as well. Um, and as always, um, you know, stay productive and thanks for listening. Until next time, we will have another great episode for you. Take care.